like I see in you. You just talk to him. You just go and you go like, okay, Jesus, this is our day, you know, today. He's my, you know, my good friend, and I'm working with him, and I'm encouraging, you know, myself through the scripture, and I'm, you know, he's alive. He's my, um, I don't know, good companion, <laughs> my brother, you know, my father. So I'm most of the time, you know, with, uh, like, in a conversation with him in my mind, and sometimes I just speak it out, and I say, thank you, Lord, because you are so real. And then this person looking at me like, really? Like, why not? I'm not embarrassed. Like, so, and now he is experiencing, you know, this freedom. So through this, the Lord was teaching me more about live free. And the scripture says in Galatians, uh, you're not going to see any scripture in the um, uh, screens, okay? Because if you see my notes, they are so many, so many that I didn't want to, um, you know, Albert, going through that pain because <laughs> so many of them. But um, most of us, we know what we're talking about. And please, if you want my notes, I can make uh, copies and you can uh, take, you know, the whole study. But my point is that if you hear the scripture, if you want to go, you know, and look in your own Bible, do so. I really, really liked it. This um, brother, ooh, I don't remember his name, but he came and he said that for a month or so, you know, bring your Bible and stuff. And I thought, wow, that's so, so good. Because even I, I stopped doing that. Oops, guilty. I, I was just, because we have a beautiful three screens and we have Albert. And <laughs> like, so, yeah, and I stopped doing that about, you know, uh, taking my Bible with me. So probably that word was for me. Anyway, in Galatians 5, verse 1. Okay, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be bordered. How do you say that? Bordernon? Yes. Again, again, so read the scripture, again by a joke of slavery. So the interesting part when I was, you know, preparing myself for this um, study, it was like, it is possible. If the Bible says, look, watch out, you know, don't go that way because it is, you know, <clears throat> dangerous. Something can happen to you. There is a possibility that something can happen to you. So if the scripture says, stand firm, what are we supposed to do? Stand firm. It sounds simple, but then the scripture says, then, and do not let yourself be burdened. Thank you. Again, by the yoke of slavery. So we can see that living free, it is the opposite of being a slave of sin. 
the opposite. So then we think, okay, I'm safe, I'm secure, I, you know, have a savior, I have a new life, and uh, I am a newborn, you know, um, born Christian. And okay, wonderful. But why the scripture is telling us it is like an, um, you know, like a red light here. Yes, be careful, be careful. Do not let yourselves be, you know, like don't go back to your old ways. Don't allow different, you know, things that can um, take you back to that yoke of slavery, okay? So if the scripture is teaching me this, it is because, wow, it is possible. So if you have received Christ as your savior, he has already set you free through his victory over sin and death on the cross. The question is, are you living victoriously <laughs> in Christ's freedom? Sometimes in my life, I didn't do that. Sometimes I was just like, oh, but I'm having a hard day. But God doesn't change through my hard day. That was my hard day, but he was the same good God and good father. So it was from my perspective, but I know you know what I'm saying. So thank you. Then how can you tell if you are living free in Christ? Freedom in Christ is having the desire and power to know, love, worship, and obey God. Wow, that, was, that helped me a lot, to me. Having the desire and power to know, love, worship, and obey God. It is the joyful liberty of knowing God's truth in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is not a perfect life, for that is impossible this side of heaven. But it is growing abundant life in Christ. And you can see that as a reference in John 10.10. 10. If you are not experiencing that kind of freedom, it may be because you have not stood firm in the faith or believed according to who you are in Christ. So then, may you please share, you know, this paper? <laughs> so it can be not because uh, God did anything wrong or, you know, uh, he's proving you or something is, you know, wrong in your life or anything like that. We have to learn how to stand firm in the faith. And we need to learn how to live according to who we are in Christ. There is the foundation of your freedom. Of course, it is in what uh, Jesus already has done for us. But how can I apply that? You know, how can I apply that to my life to be free? So we have there in the, like I said before, many scriptures. In Christ, I'm accepted. 
So I would love to have your uh, participation. Do you receive a, a paper, Neil? May you please read the two first scriptures, please. In Christ, I am accepted. Just from this. Yes, please. Okay, so of course later on you can go, you know, to those scriptures, but I wanted to give you this paper because it, it is going to help you a lot. It does to me if, you know, I have my paper, it's just like, at least for me it is better than my phone. And then in John 1.12 it says, I am God's child. Who can change that? Nobody, you know. Nobody. So that's who we are in Christ. And then John 15, 15, I am Christ's friend. So it is just good. I experience that every day in my life. Act like he is with you every day because he wants to be active in our lives. Okay. Then we have um, a volunteer. Two more Scriptures, please. Romans 5 Yeah. It sounds like really good news to me. I am united with the Lord and I am one spirit with Him. When you realize that this scripture is describing you, it is describing me. Wow, I feel like I'm not in this earth anymore. <laughs> I'm not part of this, you know, um, this world that they are, we are in trouble most of the time, you know. But being accepted, knowing that you are accepted by God makes the difference. That's something that we are so different from people in this world. They need to know this. They need to know they can be accepted. They can be united with the Lord and in one spirit with him. And then 1 Corinthians 6. Anybody? Yeah, you belong to him. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Yes. Mm-hmm. And next, Ephesians. You are a saint. We are saints. So that's something that it, it, it really helps, you know, to describe yourself and feel free. You are not in bondage anymore. We are not. Not like, oh, I'm a sinner. But, thank you, Jesus, that this and this and you did a lot. But you are not a sinner anymore. <laughs> so I am a saint. And then that's why I wanted to give you all of these scriptures because you can find freedom in, through the scriptures. You can find who you really are in Christ. And then uh, next. Please. Ephesians 1.5, I have been adopted as God's child. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 2.18, I am 
wow, I, I love that part. I really do. Because before I was raised in a Catholic um, you know, family, and we were not active in church, so for me, that God was so, you know, like, I don't know, no present, no, like I, I didn't have direction in my life. I had like a title, you know, Catholic, this is my experience, but even my family didn't go to church. So who am I, you know? I, do, I, I don't belong, I like, so no. At least I had a name. Can you imagine this morning I was just, you know, meditating about this? What if you don't have a name? Like, who are you? Me. Like, me. A girl or this. But it makes a difference when I say, hi, Christine, how are you? It is just you, you know? Hi, Brittany, you know? Pastor Grover and sister, you know? Just calling you by name makes a big difference. It wasn't for me like that before in my life. So if you know the next scripture, please, you can read it. You are complete in Christ. So we lack anything, anything. So that really, really helps me to think, how can I live free? What living free means? When I know who I am in Christ, my, my day change. It's just like, you know, I'm not hopeless, you know. I'm, I have my friend, and even that I can be by myself, you know, in my, I don't know, any place, but I am not by myself, and well, my, it just, you know, it is just, it makes the difference. So then I am secure. When I think about how my life or my uh, body or my being, you know, can be just taken for something, you know, illness or this or that, you know, something that I do not have control. For example, in Chile, we have uh, earthquakes. I know we do here, you know, in the States, like California and some other areas. But then you cannot do anything, you know? It is just like the earthquake comes, and then you just, your faith increase, believe me. <laughs> you have to have faith at that moment because it's, you cannot control, you know, the effect of an earthquake. But even through that, I'm secure. So Romans 8, 1 and 2, it says, I am free forever from condemnation. Condemnation. Is it right? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so, wow, that's peace in my mind. I'm not dealing with that anymore, you know, at all, because I believe it. So, of course, if something went wrong through my day, I can take care of that, and I can pray, and I can say, oh, Lord, you know, I really, really, I know you are helping me, but, you know, um, I made a mistake. But, you know, thank you, because I'm secure, I'm accepted, and 
and you love me, and then just keep going. So Romans 8, 28, Brittany. Are you? Are you? Good. With a smile on your face. Can you see? If you ask this question to some other people, you know, sadly, that they don't have, you know, this freedom, they are not experiencing this life in Christ, they don't know. That's why probably it is just good, you know, for you to have these scriptures. And through the week or something, you're going to be sharing with people and you can just say, you know what? I am free, I am uh, accepted, and you can be also. So you have good news to go and share with others. So in the next scripture, please, Romans 8. Mm -hmm. Very good. And the next one. You can do it. Uh-huh. Nothing can separate you. Nothing is going to make him to change his mind about it. Nothing. Nothing. So when I think about that, and I'm feeling, you know, because these feelings come, and they're like, oh, man, you know, here I am again. <laughs> but knowing that nothing can separate me, it's just like, you know, I feel so secure, and I feel that freedom living in a place that that love is, you know, untouchable, unmovable, and, you know, but it is so reachable. It is just there. It is here. It is everywhere for me, for you, for you, for you, for you. So next scripture, um, Mr. Atkins, please. 2 Corinthians. Colossians 3, 3, I am hidden with Christ in God. Mm -hmm. And the next one. I really do because when I feel like really more than 20 years and like oh and here i am again but i am confident that the good work that god has begun in me will be perfected hmm. and so that's very encouraging so uh who can do philippians 3 20. Oh, I love your voice. Just the way you said it, you know, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I am a citizen of heaven. Can you really say that, you know, with, you know, that assurance that wow, we don't belong here anymore? That's very special for me. I came from Chile and, you know, I'm looking forward for my citizenship as an American, you know, because I'm not there yet but eventually I'm going to become a citizen, you know, of this country. And that's something very, very special for me. But also, I am already a citizen of heaven. 
can you see? It is like, that's how powerful. It is, I don't know. If you can just grab, you know, one or two scriptures from these papers, please do so. When you are going through hard times, and remember that scripture, do not let yourselves be born, bordered, bordered. <laughs> it is difficult. <laughs> but don't, you know, allow yourself to go back or to allow anything to have a hold on you back and having a yoke of slavery. Nothing. So if you ask yourself, okay, I like this scripture, Galatians 5, 1, but how? I'm giving you the answer. How? Okay? This is the answer. Most of the time, and especially at schools, especially here, but in general, <laughs> when, the, when um, you know, kids, they don't know the answer, they say, Jesus. And some, some of them, you know, in a silly way, they answer, you know, Jesus. That's the answer. In a math test, it doesn't work. But they do that. And it, it, it sounds silly, but, you know, when you notice that they know the answer, probably they, you know? But anyway, it is just funny when you see some tests, you know, with the answer, Jesus. But that's not the right one for math. <laughs> anyway, so next scripture, who has good memory? I see this beautiful lady ready to read the scripture. You are the beautiful one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I want to anticipate that next week we're going to be um, learning more, deeper about that topic. I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's a lot of freedom there. That's a lot of freedom. Um, when I was lost in this world, believe me, my thought, I don't want to even, I'm embarrassed to say, you know, and, and to confess about my thoughts before, especially because I have a suicidal spirit. So I didn't have, you know, like the love in my life, really. I, I thought, you know, like it is kind of normal to be a lovely girl or whatever, but I really didn't because I didn't have the spirit of God in my life. I didn't. So I cannot say, well, yeah, but you were a good girl. I wasn't, like at all. It is going to take us, you know, probably five days for you to be very patient and hear, you know, about my testimony in that area because it was horrible. And of course, my mind wasn't really, you know, going in the right direction because I was always, you know, thinking and having these uh, thoughts, you know, about, hmm, how bad can I do tomorrow morning? Really? <laughs> Your face. Really? It was me. 
when, when I was lost, I'm talking about my testimony, but I was super lost, you know, like, like a super bad hero lost that way. <laughs> really. So I'm so grateful because of his spirit and for his power and love and having a sound mind. It was so bad that when I, um, I remember at that time, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and my dad was traveling in Argentina, okay? So he came back months later, and I was going to church and uh, prayers meeting and having a Bible study, and I was so excited about my new life in Christ and, you know, learning and studying my Bible. So he came back, and I said, oh, Daddy, would you like to have dinner with us? Sure. So he was there, and I started giving my testimony. Not right away, but, you know, through the conversation. And then I say, oh, he, to he told me, you look different. Like, wow, what happened to you? And I say, well, now that you ask me, <laughs> um, I met God. Like, where? In a mall or something? <laughs> like, no, not that way. And, then, and I noticed that he was at that time with my old mind, you know, like, wow. He didn't have a clue what I was talking about. I was talking in the spiritual, and he was in the natural. So anyway, I just explained to him, my life was this before, and now I'm being changed, and I'm being transformed by the power of God. Wow, really, like he was, okay, poor girl, you know, like, I know most of my children were kind of normal, but you were the, you know, you need help. <laughs> really, he told me that. He was more like, oh, I don't know what's going on with you. And I was so excited. And then he was like, but you look different and you look so happy, you know, like. And then he told me, you had a um, brain watch, you know, like somebody just watch your brain. And I was so excited in the spirit, and I said, yes, with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, okay, you're crazy. <laughs> yes, I am. And I was, you know. So, yeah, I answered the right thing in the spirit. But for him, blood and stuff, it was like, whoa, she's in a cult, you know. So, anyway, I experienced that, and that's why I'm going to, Take the time next uh, week. Please, please do your best, you know, and come. Because what the Lord gave me, it is really, really powerful in the way he wants to make us free. Free, but free for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, next scripture. It is Hebrews 4.16. Miss Evelyn, please. Wow, how many times we need that. How many times? I really think that in a daily basis, you know, it's just when I have different kind of needs in my life. When, when I need really sometimes and lately, you know, I miss my daddy every day. And, ooh, I need to hear his voice or something, you know. But I find grace and mercy through all of that, I hear my daddy's voice. I have a relationship with him. And that just changed my day. 
and knowing that I experienced a good, good life uh, with my father that he already passed, but I have good memories. So I'm not focused in that, you know, uh, losing him and the lost anymore. But so he, um, my heavenly father with his grace and mercy, he just healed me, he is with me, and everything changed in a blink. Even that I'm going that direction, he say, no, you don't need to go there, you know, I'm with you, and it is, it is very, very encouraging. Um, I was sharing this testimony with someone through the week, and they asked me, you know, but you lost your daddy, and you loved him so much, and I said, that, did, that didn't change. I don't, I feel the same for my dad right now. I love him. No, I loved him. I love him. But I have, you know, like a future, a destiny. I cannot be stuck in that, you know, like from a year ago. At least it is my decision to live that way. So, yeah, but if you want to talk about my daddy, I have time, girl. <laughs> we can do that because he was a funny guy and then this and this and I, I just treasure the good memories. But then I'm not going to stay there because he gave me the spirit of power, love, sound mind, and he is with me. He's giving me grace and mercy and Every time that you just go through this scripture, you're going to feel that freedom. You're going to be more and more, you know, in your identity in Christ and knowing who you are. Anything matters, you know, like anymore. It is like, it is so powerful for me. I remember when I was pregnant with Rebecca and I was kind of, not by myself because of Luis and Sarah, because of my, you know, family. But then I was going to have this baby, and I thought, I don't have my mom, and I don't have, my, I don't have, I do not, I do not, I miss. And can you see, again, going back to that way of slavery, you know, and going back with this thought and negativity and stuff. But then the Lord, right away, he spoke to my heart, and he said, you have a family in your church. Everything changed. I have sisters, I have brothers, I have my family, I have my pastor. And the first one at that time when I went to the um, hospital, it was uh, my pastor was there before I went to that, you know? He was already there. He kind of opened the door for me and he said, oh, Andrea, I was waiting for you. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he said, I came because we love you. So that makes the difference. So probably... I have all of my family in Chile, but God is always, always providing for our needs. He knows. Okay, so next scripture, it is going to be First uh, John. First John. Melinda, may you please read it? Wow, I love it. May you please read it again? I am born of God and the evil one will not hurt me. Whoa, I feel like preaching it right now. <laughs> yeah, where, where is my, uh, you know, evangelical and Pentecostal people right here? Celebrate it! Woohoo! He cannot touch me. He cannot touch you. He cannot. 
He can touch you only if you give that permission to him. Only if you allow him. But he cannot. He does not have any power in your life. None. None. He comes and he's going to, you know, give you this bad ideas or whatever, thought or something, you know. But what the scripture says, don't go back. Don't let yourselves be, you know, back again and put that yoke of slavery. Don't do it. It is possible because God gave you the power, the love, the sound mind, and you are a citizen of uh, heaven, and you are a child of God, and you uh, have been justified, and you are united with the Lord, and all of these scriptures. Come on, people, you know, it is not only one or two. And I have more, <laughs> but because of time and, you know, paper, I can give you. Actually, if you have a Bible, read it. It is full of good promises. <laughs> okay, so we are in, uh, I am significant. Significant, you know? It is, it, wow. I, and again, for me, that I'm significant, I'm not just, you know, Andrea. But I'm the daughter of the Most High. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's me. Believe it. And believe it for you and guys also, you know. You are the son of the Most High God. Boom. And the enemy cannot touch you. What about that? Even better. Okay. Matthew 5. Who is ready? Are you? Yes, I am. I am the salt and light of the earth. Wow. We can have a really, really wonderful study about salt and light. But anyway, next scripture, John 15. Pastor, would you, do you have that paper? May you please, John 15, 1 and 5. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am a branch of the true vine. So you can see purpose in your life right there, purpose. You know, you are a channel of his life. So he wants to use you. And then next scripture. Ashley, please. Hmm. So more purpose for your life. I have been chosen and appointed to bear fruit. Next, Act 1-8. Please. Yes. Huh, that's, that's really powerful. You, can, you are a witness. You can say, I am saved. You can, you can take all of these scriptures, you know, personal. I am, that's you. So you are a personal witness of Christ. And then the next one, please, they follow. The f yes, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, you have the reference there in the scripture. 
And then, wow, this one is really, really powerful. This scripture really changed my life um, when the Lord called me more and more to serve him. 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 17, I am a minister of reconciliation for God. So if we go, you know, deeper in that, I want to encourage you because most of the time we see others in ministry, but we are all ministers. We are all ministers. So we are ministers of reconciliation for God. And then the next scripture Uh-huh. And we have some more in First Corinthians Corinthians three nine. I am God's co-worker. So it is not like you know he's super far away over there and then we are, you know, down here and with some assignment and that's it. No. We are working together. Right. Yeah. It is. It is. So it, it is the way that God wants you to know he is dwelling in you, you know. It is not just that, you know, long distance um, communication or, yeah, co-worker. Okay. Four more scriptures to go and I'm going to dance. <laughs> okay, Ephesians 2, 6. Please, yeah. Woohoo! We are, this is just getting better and better every time. I am seated with Christ. Can you see that uh, what the Lord gave me actually? He told me, go and read the scripture. That's what I'm doing. I'm not giving you, you know, like, but I think that this is, a, and I think this or that, you know, it is what the scripture says. Three more to go. Please, uh, Leah Beth. Uh-huh. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Very good. So our message, you know, from uh, Cornerstone and from this church in life, it is live free. And then you ask yourself or others, you know, how can I do it? I just gave you some scriptures to know how to apply that freedom to your life because you are already free in Christ. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Lord, for you being the uh, minister this morning. And thank you for the Holy Spirit revealing your truth to us. Thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you keep working and doing in our lives. And thank you for everything that you are going to do because we have a purpose in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.